Welcome to the Sober Mofos Podcast, where we discuss how to get sober, how to stay sober, and how to live a healthy, happy life in sobriety. My name is Dirk Foster, and I'm a sobriety coach and author, and I've been sober since 2007. So the first 90 days of sobriety can be extremely challenging uh, for most people. It certainly was for me. The first 30 days, is tough. hell, the first, the first day is difficult. <laughs> Let's be honest. The first day, the first hour of recovery or sobriety, when we give up our, um, our drug of choice, whether it's alcohol or cocaine or, or anything else that we're addicted to, food, whatever, if we're in our first early days of sobriety, it is tough. It is an emotional roller coaster, to say the least. But there are ways to work through it. There are ways to survive it. And that's what I want to talk about today. The first 90 days of sobriety. And I'm going to give you eight ideas or tips or ways to survive. All right. When we first get sober, when we first put away, you know, I'm going to stick with alcohol. Okay. Because that's what I you know, that was my main addiction and I'm, I'm a recovery coach. I work with a lot of people who have drinking problems or want to reduce the amount of drinking they do or want to quit altogether. So alcohol is kind of the thing that I focus on the most. So I'm going to just stick with alcohol for now, just for the, for the sake of argument. When we first stop drinking, what we go through is an intense emotional roller coaster. We experience very intense emotions and feelings. And I'm sure you're aware of this. If you've ever tried to get sober on your own, or if you're currently trying to get sober right now, you know that when when you put away the booze, the numbing agent of alcohol, all these emotions start to rise to the surface, the surface of our brain. Our, Our hearts become overwhelmed. We have all these memories crashing around. We have a lot of regret. Um, we have, um, we're become incredibly, you know, I'd say disoriented, confused. Um, it's just this emotional tsunami that hits us. Some days are better than others, but most of the time we're just kind of starting to feel life again, good and bad. And that could be very scary for a lot of people. I know it was for me when I first got sober. I didn't know what the hell was happening. I, I was just overwhelmed by all the all the crap that was hitting me morning, noon, and night. All the all the feelings, all the thoughts, all the regret, all the feelings of um, loss and shame and embarrassment for the situation I had gotten myself to as an alcoholic. Because I drank and and used for a long time, and by the time I got sober, I was in my early forties and. By the time I got sober, I was just a wreck and I didn't know how to deal with life on life's terms. And it was, it was incredibly difficult and painful. And the whole experience of getting sober, especially those first weeks, um, the first few days, the first few weeks are, are, are really tough and they're really tough for me. And I was confused and I thought many times about going back and drinking and, and picking up again. And um, fortunately, I didn't. Because I had a lot of people around me and I was starting to put together some tools on how to survive and how to how to stay sober. And some of these I'm going to share with you today. But I had surrounded myself with a lot of people in recovery. And so I was in a, in a fairly safe environment to stay sober. But it was super scary and intense. And 
if you're getting sober now, or if you've tried to get sober on your own or in a program, you know what it's like. You feel a lot. You feel a lot. You smell a lot. You know, your senses and your sensations start to come back really strong and it can be overwhelming. And we often feel us feel disoriented. We feel confused. There's a a sense of um, often loneliness and anger that goes along with early sobriety, and it's perfectly normal. It's 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 very typical. In fact, uh, I'd say it's the norm. Um, another thing we often experience in early recovery is resentment. Resentment is a killer. It's brutal, and if we don't recognize it and and take care of it as quickly as possible, it can send us back to the bottle really fast. So that's something that's very important to to be aware of. Resentment. Um, there's an expression that you know if we Every time we swallow resentment, it's like it, we're wait, basically swallowing poison and waiting for the other person to die. So we have a lot of resentment built up over the years. I know I did. I resented people who had hurt me, people who had harmed me, people who had turned on me, people who had fired me from jobs, whatever. Credit card companies who hadn't given me a credit card or a line of credit, Lord forbid. Um, you know, I had a lot of resentment, resentment against myself, resentment about the way my life had turned out. And so it, it filled me with a lot of bitterness and poison. That resentment is very poisonous. So we got to be very careful of that. So all these things I'm talking about, the intense feelings, the emotions, the emotional swings, the disorientation and confusion, the loneliness and anger and the resentment are, are typical and very normal. So if you're experiencing them or you're thinking about getting sober, just be aware these things are going to come up, but it's okay. Just just you're going to have to work through it. You're going to have to ride out the storm um, and learn how to deal with it all as you put together time in recovery. One hour at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time, one month at a time, and ultimately one year at a time. Okay. So I'm going to give you some ideas, some tips, things that I use, things that I've gathered over the years, things I share with my coaching clients about how they can stay sober, especially in those first 90 days when, when the the chaos and the turmoil in your head is is going crazy, okay? Um, before I get to that, um, I want to encourage you to go to my website, which is SoberMofos.com. Uh, on that website, you're going to find all sorts of resources, um, articles, videos. I have um, many of the books I've written um, are there. You can check those out and find out what those are all about. Um, links to this podcast. Uh, YouTube videos, all sorts of different resources that you can check out that may help you on your own recovery journey. Okay. So please check that out. Also, if you get a chance, um, please share this podcast with any friends or family members you have who might be struggling. It really helps me get the message out. So thanks for that. So anyway, okay. So riding out the storm. So early recovery, it's very tempestuous. It's um, very stormy. It's very intense. There are certain things you can do to get through it, to ride it out until you start to feel more comfortable in life as a sober person, okay? And these are just some ideas. There's a, there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole, you know, tons of things you can do. But these are just basic eight strong good ones that I use often that I recommend to my clients and my friends and, and I use myself too, okay? So riding out the storm, number one, meetings. If you are in a 12-step program or in any kind of recovery program whatsoever, you may not be, and that's fine. Um, But if you are, utilize those meetings. They're there for a reason. They help. They will serve a great purpose. They will help you stay sober. You know, go to a meeting as whenever you can. You know, there's that expression, 90 meetings in 90 days. 
What that means is when you first get sober, go to 90 meetings the first 90 days without fail. I think I did 90 and 90. I can't remember exactly, but this was a long time ago. I've been sober over 15 years now. So I think I did 90 and 90, but I might have missed a few days along the way. But when I got sober, I needed relief so badly that I was willing to do anything (laughs) to, to just stay sane. So those first 90 days, I went to a lot of meetings, probably close to every day, if not every day, close to it. So Go to meetings. And look, even if you're not in a 12-step program, even if you don't want to go to AA meetings, even if you don't want to do the 12 steps, it's not going to kill you to just go to an AA meeting and sit in the back, hide out in the back, show up late and sit in the back, do whatever, just absorb some information. At least you'll be around some people that are in recovery. You might make a few friends there. You don't have to do the 12 steps if you don't want to. That's entirely up to you. But check out a meeting and go. So that's one thing that you can do to assist in your your early sobriety, the first 90 days. Another thing, this is number two, is exercise. Exercise, exercise, exercise. This is so important. It really is. On a psychological level and a mental and spiritual and emotional level, exercise can have a huge impact. What happened to my voice? (laughs) I'm going through puberty. Right. Exercise can have a huge emotional impact on um, your well-being, your state of well-being, how you feel. Because what happens is every time you do, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of exercise, even light exercise, you're sending endorphins into your brain. And those endorphins are feel-good chemicals that are going to make you, that are going to lift your mood. They're going to make you, if you're struggling with depression, which I do, I struggle with depression, exercise always pulls me out of it. And so if you're new in sobriety, Start exercising and keep it simple. And you may already exercise, I don't know, but do whatever you can to just get a few minutes of exercise. Every time you start to feel those downward you know, swings, those depressions or the anxiety or the fear or whatever it is, the resentment, go take a walk. Go take a nice 15-minute walk, 20-minute walk. If you have a dog, go walk the dog. You know, if you have a spouse or a significant other, take a walk with them. Um, do whatever you can. Do jumping jacks, you know, do jump rope. Go to the gym if you belong to a gym. You can dance. You can just put on some music and, and you know, turn turn off the lights, turn on some music and dance for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. It's, it's fun. It's silly. It's ridiculous. But it's exercise. You need to do some kind of exercise. Yoga is a great form of exercise. Fantastic. I used to, I love doing yoga when I first got sober. So go hiking, do whatever, ride a bike, whatever. Come up with something or a couple different things that you can do every time you feel those downward slopes into depression or fear or anxiety. Get some fucking exercise. It will have a huge impact on how you're feeling and help you get through each day or each hour as you needed to. Okay? So exercise. Okay? So number three goes along with exercise is nutrition. Look, bottom line is we have to take care of our bodies. We have to, because if you're anything like me, you've been abusing your body for a long time. I drank, snorted, and smoked just about anything I could get my hands on for a long time. So, you know, 30 years I was abusing, I was was a substance abuser. So if you're coming out of that right now and you're trying to stay sober, you need to feed your body good things, okay? Positive, healthy food. You don't have to go overboard. You don't have to become a vegan or anything like that. I've tried veganism. You know, I enjoyed it for about a year and it's just not for me, but whatever. Just just eat a little healthier. Just incorporate a little better food. Be conscious of what you're consuming as you're going through your day. Be very conscious of it. Make it a game. Have fun with it. You know, every time you're going to reach for something, 
ask yourself, is this a healthy, natural product that I'm putting in or, or food item that I'm putting into my body? Or is this, you know, some fucking donut, you know, and it's okay to have a donut, you know, it's, it's there's fine. You know, if, if you go to 12 step meetings, there's going to be donuts there and that's okay. Have a little food, have a little sugar. And I'm going to talk about this towards the end of my suggestions, my, uh, my list of suggestions. We're going to talk about ice cream, but you know, just be careful of what you eat. That's all. Try and eat healthy throughout the day. You know, incorporate smoothies into your, go to the store and get some smoothies, go to the smoothie shop, make your own smoothies, whatever you could do. Just eat some healthy food throughout the day. It'll go along with your exercise. It'll make you feel better. You'll sleep better. It'll help you stay healthier and, and more optimistic and happy while you're working on your recovery. Okay. So that's number three. Number four goes along with it. Sleep. You got to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah. I w- I've always been a, a late sleeper. I stay up late. Even now I stay up. I rarely go to bed before midnight, but try and get seven to eight hours of sleep at a night. If you can do whatever you can. I know those, those early days of recovery, you're going to be tossing and turning a lot. You're going to be having weird dreams. You're going to be waking up with the sweats having nightmares, you know, we've all been there. We all do it. It's normal. It's part of the deal. Do your best to get as much sleep as you can and take naps. Oh, naps. I love naps. I love taking, I I take naps. I try and take a nap every day. (laughs) It's part of my, you know, because I'm old too, but take naps, take a 15, 20, 30 minute nap every day. You know, when you're feeling tired, it can it'll have a huge impact on your health and how you feel and just how your brain is operating. Okay. So, you know, Exercise, nutrition, and sleep, those are, those are, it's a great combination, a great, you know, trinity of things that you can do, um, along with going to meetings if you want to go to meetings. Okay. So number five is laughter. Again, laughter is like exercise. It sends endorphins to your brain. It makes you feel better. It uplifts you no matter what. So do whatever you can to laugh a little bit more. Again, a lot of times when we get, we start recovery or sobriety, we're, we're pissed off. We're angry. Um, I certainly was. I was furious when I got, I was like, I was like, God, how did my, my life get to this? And I got to go to 12 step meetings and I'm an alcoholic. Yay. But you know, it is what it is. I had to just accept that. And the, the, the longer I stayed sober, the more relaxed I became, the more I began to laugh and I made friends, new friends and, you know, do whatever you can to laugh a little bit every day. Watch funny movies, listen to comedy routines, learn some jokes. I know it sounds corny, but just do whatever you can. Tell somebody a joke. Try and make somebody laugh. Hang out with somebody who's funny. Do whatever. Just learn to laugh a little bit more and just to loosen yourself up. It'll loosen up your body. It'll it'll feed your brain with positivity. It'll just help you chill out, you know, in the, in the day. So try and laugh a little more, okay? Number six, this is going off course a little bit. Writing. Start writing. It's really important, I think, to to write and to journal and to uh, to just take notes and and you know you can do any kind of writing, but when you're in your recovery, you need to get all this shit in your brain, all the junk that's been stored up in there out. And one of the best ways to do that is to put it on paper. Just write it down. Just get a get a get yourself a pen and a paper and start writing this stuff down. Get it out of your head. Spill it. Puke it out on the page. It doesn't have to be coherent. It doesn't have to be a perfectly written story or a book or anything. Just just journal. Just get stuff out. It can just be, you know, jots. You know. There's a, um, some journals um, that Kurt Cobain, you know, the uh, singer and songwriter of Nirvana used to keep that I've, I've looked at before. You can look at them too. And they're just interesting. And they're just, there's doodles and there's sketches and there's little pieces of poetry and there's all sorts of, and it's just his mind just spilled out on the page. I think that's really cool. That's really creative. It's really interesting. And it helps get a lot of stuff out of your system. 
And so you try something like that. You know, if you like to write poetry, write poetry about what you're experiencing. Write short stories. Write a letter to a pretend friend, a, 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 you know, an imaginary friend, you know, or, or, or real friends, you know, you know, whatever. If you know, if you have a friend who's in prison, write them some stuff about what you're going through, what you're experiencing. Do whatever. Just write. Get it out. Get it out. And you don't have to spend hours and hours writing. Just, you know, a few minutes a day or the morning or the night, whatever. Try and get in the habit of writing about what you're feeling about. Okay? Um, number seven. <laughs> this goes back to uh, the nutrition part I was talking about. When when the worst comes, when, when it gets, when the shit really hits the fan <laughs> and you're really feeling down and, you're re- and nothing's working, exercise, nutrition, sleep, laughter, whatever, writing, nothing's working, eat ice cream. <laughs> eat ice cream or whatever you love to eat that's sweet junk food that's completely not healthy at all it's okay to sometimes eat bad food look you know when i talk about nutrition it's important to eat healthy but it's also important to just stay sane so sometimes we just feel down and we just feel depressed and so sometimes you got to just re- reach for something that's a treat that's that's just fun and delicious and hollow and and doesn't help in any way but it makes you feel better when I first got sober I had a sponsor my my, my sponsor Paul he's still my dear friend um, you know he encouraged me you know I, I love Hagen dazs ice cream so he encouraged me to just like when you're feeling down you're feeling depressed you think you might drink eat some ice cream and so what I did, literally the first, probably the first 90 days of my recovery, I would eat almost every night. I know it's scary, but almost every night I would eat a pint of, of Haagen-Dazs coffee ice cream. <laughs> and it, it got me through some of the worst times, you know, especially at night when I would normally be drinking or drunk already, you know, I'd be getting really uneasy and, and I'd go to a meeting and it wasn't doing it for me and I'd extra, nothing was working. Sometimes just that that thing of ice cream just helped me feel good and made me feel like a kid again. And it was great, you know, and sometimes it just got me through over the hump. So, you know, do what you can. Eat some cake, whatever. Just loosen up, have some ice cream when it's when it's absolutely necessary, okay? And that brings me to number eight, which kind of brings this all, you know, around. I use an acronym. I've shared this with others before. It's an acronym called LTFU, which stands for lighten the fuck up. All right. We take ourselves way too seriously, way too seriously. People in recovery, addicts, alcoholics like myself, when we first get sober, we're so melodramatic. We're so serious about everything. And we should be to some extent. We have to take our recovery very seriously. But we don't have to take ourselves so damn seriously and, and think everything's, oh, so important. Everything's so dramatic. Just lighten the fuck up when you can. Tell, you know, laugh at yourself as much as you possibly can. You know, like I said earlier, laughter is so important. Just don't take yourself so... Be self-deprecating as often as possible. Tease yourself. Joke around. Tease, tease about yourself to others. People love it when you're self-deprecating. They, they just, they, people appreciate that so much. So just lighten up, chill out, relax a little bit, um, and don't take yourself too seriously as you're trying to recover. I know it's a painful time. It's a very difficult time. It's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, it is. But loosen up a little bit, relax a little bit. Okay. So those are eight tips. I'm going to recap them really quick. Um, if you can go to meetings, 
12-step meetings, recovery meetings of any kind. If you don't belong to a 12-step program, that's okay. You can still go to meetings and just get a lot out of it, make, maybe make a, new, a few new friends. So try meetings. Exercise, 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 exercise. Get some exercise in your life, even if it's just 15 or 20 minutes a day. Maybe you can do two, uh, 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the afternoon, whatever. When you're feeling down, when you're feeling blue, get some exercise. Number three is uh, nutrition. Be conscious what you put in your body. Be careful what you eat. Um, try and feed yourself really positive things. So replace alcohol, booze, and cigarettes with fruits, vegetables, and, and lean proteins. Okay? Or, or whatever program you work out. Number four, get more sleep. Get as much sleep as you can. Try and get in the habit of taking naps if you need to. But try and get seven or eight hours of sleep every night if possible. It's not always easy, but do your best. Five, laugh a little bit more often. Do whatever you can to laugh. Entertaining yourself with humorous movies or whatever. Go to a comedy show. Learn to laugh more, okay? Number six is write. Learn to write out your feelings. Get them out on paper. Get it out there. Share it. You don't have to share it with anybody else, but share it with yourself. Get it out there. Maybe you want to share it with a friend who's in recovery too, whatever. Well, you can do whatever you want, but just write, keep a journal, keep a notepad, do whatever you can. Just get in the habit of writing how you're feeling. Just kind of get it out, puke it out on the page, so as it were, okay? Writing. Uh, seven, worst case scenario, eat ice cream or whatever. Any kind of special treat that you like to eat, whether it's unhealthy or not, it's okay. Do you know, while you're, while you're in recovery, those first 90 days, you can eat a little bit of ice cream or some donuts every once in a while. I'm not trying to contradict my, what I said about nutrition. I'm just saying, do whatever you got to do to survive. If you need to eat some ice cream every day, you know, to get you through the evening or whatever, just, just do it. <laughs> Chill out. And number eight is LTFU. Lighten the fuck up. Don't take yourself so seriously. Enjoy the experience. Enjoy the ride as best you can. You can stay sober. If you're willing to try and you really want to stay sober, you can and you will. Okay? So I'm going to leave it at that. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me. My um, website is SoberMofos.com. You can also check out any of my books. I wrote a book called Polluted My Sober Journey, Alcohol Addiction and the Seven Stages to Getting Clean. It's a long title, I know, but Polluted My Sober Journey. Uh, it's on Amazon, um, and that tells my entire story about you know getting sober and how I survived um, that first year, and what I had to do, and what I went through, and all the pain and up, pain and ups and downs that I experienced. So you know, if you're, it's something you're interested in, it's on audiobook, paperback, and uh, Kindle, you know, ebook. So check it out. Um, other than that, I wish you well and um, good luck on good luck on your journey. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to contact me, and please stay safe. Thank you.